Welcome, everyone, to another great episode of Black Equity Podcast. I am your host, DJ Motri. And one of my favorite parts of the work that I have the honor of doing is really talking to entrepreneurs uh, and investors. But uh, on this episode, speaking with entrepreneurs, inventors who are really shifting the way that we are using everyday items, the way that we're interacting with technology, the way we're interacting with ourselves. On this episode, I really want to make sure that you uh, soak up a lot of the wisdom that was learned on this episode as we sat down and had a really great conversation about the future of fitness. And the future of fitness is all about how are you interacting with the world around you. A good friend of mine, M.T. Strickland, comes on a show and shows us uh, about his journey uh, as a co-founder of Metric Mate. And I am blown away uh, by what they've created and where they're headed. And now is the time for investors, for strategic partners uh, to gather around and for us to have a conversation At the end of the show, I'll let you know how you can reach out to us if you are interested in investing or becoming a strategic partner. Now is the time for us to get behind this brand. Now, let's get into today's episode so you can learn some of the information that I learned. And then at the end, let's see which areas you're interested in and let's get you connected. I'm DJ Motri of Black Equity Network. And of course, welcome to the Black Equity Podcast. Welcome to another great episode of Black Equity Podcast. I'm excited about this conversation with M.T. Strickland of Metric Mate. Uh, before we got on the interview, uh, I started getting interviewed by M.T. Now, I want to answer his questions. So, M.T., what question did you have for me? But before that, introduce yourself and tell us about your company. Indeed, indeed. What's going on, everybody? Uh, the Black Equity community, thank you for having me today. My name's M.T. Strickland. As, as DJ said, I am a co-founder of a company called Metric Mate, which is a cost-effective way to track your reps, sets, and exercises on strength training equipment. That is a void that we saw that is missing in the workout scheme. So you can get everything for your cardio. You know how many miles you ran, how many steps you took, how many calories you burned, not eating that cheeseburger. But what do you do when you're actually in the gym lifting heavy things? you have to come to Metric Mate. So we're looking to change the fitness landscape as far as data collection, uh, because that's becoming a big part of our lives nowadays. A lot of things that we used to do just off of insight and thought and and analysis now are being data-driven. 
why not the way that we build our bodies, our hearts, and our minds? So at Metric Mate, we want to do just that. And 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 being a, a co-founder, being a founder of businesses, being a a, 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 a a serial entrepreneur, as I'm trying to coin myself as, I always have to ask when I run into people who are doing things that are absolutely monumental. And and DJ, that's why I asked the question that I asked: How did Black Equity? podcast black equity brand in general get started what what made you feel like that was where we needed to go because i saw dope entrepreneurs like you and then by the way what uh what what city or state are you representing oh atlanta georgia all day long born and raised baby so there's great people in atlanta i'm in charlotte and then there'll be somebody out in oakland or someone in houston that needs exactly what the other person needs and they don't know each other And so I was saying to myself, okay, here's a gap. Because one of the things that we have to do is we have to be able to connect the dots. So if there's a strategic partner in Miami or South Africa or across the globe, I want to figure out a way for us to be able to connect those dots to make everybody's brands that much stronger. Because we can make, you know, you can have a million dollar business, but if you had that strategic partner to get you to 10 million, wouldn't you want to make that connection? And so that's the kind of the thinking is how do we bring uh, value to each other's lives in one way or another? Sometimes it's not a strategic partnership. Sometimes it's just a connection of knowing something or uh, intel. And so that was the ultimate goal. And that's a, that's a great question. And so that leads me to my question for you. What did you see in the marketplace that said, oh, no, they're not measuring what they need to measure. They're not giving us the stats that we need. I'm going to fill this void. Where, where did that spring up from? You know, this 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 venture was actually a a combined brainchild between uh, myself and my business partner, my co-founder Braxton Davis. Um, he is is a fitness guy. He's always about that, and and going into the gym, he wants to get that that feeling of progress, but on his own time and on his own scale. So having a personal trainer was too strenuous on his schedule, being a patent attorney and, and, and a professor at Georgia State. It's like he has to find his own time mm-hmm. and, and being able to move forward and see progress in his work was something that he wasn't achieving because simply couldn't remember what he did last time he went into the gym. Right. So you go in there, like you do 60 the last time, you're like, okay, this feels good. My muscles feel great. This is where I need to go. And you walk in next time, it's like, well, do I own, was I on 70? was on 40 mm. so by the time I, he actually figured out where he was as far as his weight as far as what reps he was doing he was already four reps in and so your arms are getting tired because you did two reps at 80 and like, oh that's too hard they, they, they got a little bit more tired because you did it underneath so we figured there had to be a better way than writing it down with pen and paper which is the solution nowadays you know people walking around with their notepads and the clipboards and having a pen you disrupt your workout you mess up your flow you might rest a little longer than you were expecting because you're writing stuff down. So Metric Mate was born. Uh, we, we, we saw a need. We saw through our electrical engineering degrees and our, our, our experience in corporate. And as I said, he's a patent attorney. So he's seen a lot of technologies. There was a way to solve this problem. So he actually built the first prototype. And then I came in to help us get to a minimum viable product, MVP. And now on to our first series, which is our metric mate pen. 
So this is actually our first iteration of the Metric Mate device is for plated uh, selectorized machines. So mm -hmm. the ones in the gym that you actually use the pin to select the weight. We can take any machine. Actually at our launch party in June, 2019, we took a 25 year old fitness machine and made it into the, the most sophisticated smart machine out there. Wow. And gyms are paying tens to twenties of thousands of dollars per machine to do what we're doing with this pin. Uh, no. since I apologize. Go ahead. No, no worries. No worries. Actually, let me make sure my charge is plugged. So you were talking about the pin. So when, when someone's working out, typically they'll, they'll change the pin of where, uh, what the amount of weight that they are uh, working out with and that, that holds the, the weight and then they're able to uh, work out. Is, is that replacing that pin? So typically, uh, when you're working out, there's a, a pin that you put inside of the weights in order to separate the amount of weight that you're working out with. Mm -hmm. is, is your device, Metric Mate, replacing that pin uh, and at the same time measuring the stats in which you're working out with? That's correct. That's wow. correct. Yeah, wow. so that's that simple dumb pin, as we call it, uh, that's currently in the machines. We literally just replace it with a smart pin, what we've done, the smart pin. And, and it gives you your reps, your sets. It communicates directly to your phone through Bluetooth. So it tells you what machine you're at. So you know what exercises you did. You have the opportunity to send that data to a third party, such as a personal trainer or a physical therapist or a strength coach, strength and conditioning coach in the, in the, in the uh, instance of professional and collegiate athletics or, or high school athletics, any organized athletics. You can send it to a strength coach and they can give you guidance uh, beyond what you get on your own personal time. And it makes that, that relationship agnostic. Right now, people have to sit in there with you and the personal trainers over you, like watching your every move and looking at the reps that you do. With this device, you can get that same workout, that same precision anytime, anywhere, just by having your metric mate device. First of all, that's brilliant. You take, you're taking something that is what somebody already uses on a daily basis and saying, well, you don't have to do anything different you're already going to be using this anyway, but now let's have some intelligence behind it. So where does that intelligence go? Does it go to an app or where does the intelligence land once I'm done with my workout? Yeah, so you have the Metric Mate app that you can download onto your phone and it communicates through Bluetooth directly to your mobile device. So you can have your iPad in the gym, you can have your mobile phone in the gym. Right now we have it in the Apple App Store, Android. We didn't forget about you, we're coming for you next. Um, but through Bluetooth, you get the opportunity to store your data, track your data. We have algorithms to analyze your data and, and, and give you insight that you currently get on your Peloton or, or mm -hmm. on your mirror. Now you can get that with your strength train equipment through Metrimate. Okay. Once again, that's brilliant as well. Cause now I'm looking at, I'm looking at two different, uh, products that actually merge as one. You're looking at the physical product that somebody's going to use on a daily ba basis, which is what you're holding in your hand now. But then there's also the tech component of having the app and being able to track the data. What was that process like? Uh, let's go to the app now. What was that process like of building out that app to be able to meet these capabilities? It, it was a new experience. Uh, me and my co-founder have some type of knowledge in the computer space being electrical engineers and and diving into that but now taking it to a whole new level with 
actually building an application from the ground up. So everything from the user interface to the background algorithms to the, the flow, having to chart that out, it 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 was a, a an expanding experience. It helped these normally technical people and, and Braxton does get into more of the art with patents and everything and understanding that. But now we had to become artists. We had to start looking at user experience. Okay, we wanted to do this and it could do this this way, but how do we make that easier for the user? How do we engage them beyond just interacting with the pen, with interactive videos, with, with demonstrations, with classes, with the ability for a personal trainer to load their voice into Metric Mate and give you live feedback? You're on that ninth rep or that third set and you're like your muscles are feeling like terrible and you hear your personal trainer come on and say, man, you got one more left. Just push through. Wow. That will give you that added push to be able to achieve your goals. So making sure that we blended our technical expertise with the art of, of making people feel good about what they're doing, that was definitely a rewarding experience and it has paid off dividends. Okay. So now we're adding a whole nother component. So we, you have the product that's in hand, which is to me, the intelligence piece. The intelligence is then going to the app to take on the data. But then as that data arrives uh, to the app, it also is creating a user experience for the person who's working out and uh, for the person who's on the other end. That's a game changer, in my opinion. The reason why is because user experience is everything. Because it's one thing just to have data. That doesn't, you know, data's cool. <laughs> you, know, you know, and that is game changing as well. The data itself is game changing. Right. But then now it's going to impact what I'm doing on, on each individual uh, workout. Now you're creating a relationship. Now, now I'm tied in to you long term. Now when, it, when the next product comes out, now I'm going to want to know well, what's the next step for Matrix Mate. So before we go to the future, yep. when you started talking to people about this, what were some of the things you heard from uh, avid uh, people who work out and even beginners? What, what did you hear? What was some of the feedback? So the crazy part about it, the, the, the technology has remained the same over the duration of the creation of Metric Mate. What has changed is our approach on how to bring this new technology to the people. Mm. Um, we started off with all types of ideas on how we would integrate this technology into people's lives. And that's actually been the hardest part to overcome is taking people that are used to writing down their workouts, taking people that are used to trying to remember. And that's like their, their task in between workouts is let me remember what I did last time and saying, there's a better way of life. So let's live it. And, and the feedback that we've gotten has, is, is, is come like a tidal wave over the last three months with everything that's happened in the pandemic and in the world and people realizing that they still want to get that workout, but having as much strain on themselves, trying to remember, trying to calculate, trying to understand is something that will be beneficial to them. So I would say we, we've been working on this for a little over three years now. That first three, three and a half years, it was a hard transition to get people to say, okay, this is something that I can see. And then all of a sudden, 
the conversation changed. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was our pivot as far as how we were looking to manufacture the pens because we started off thinking we could put them in gyms and people would use them saying that that would be the easy way for people to adopt it. They look it down and at the pen and be like, oh, this is a new pen. What is this? Go mm -hmm. ask somebody, what is metric mate? And now they want to, they can use it for free. You know, because right. county on our application, county reps and, and getting your exercises recorded, that's free. So right. once you start moving into the more advanced features of the app, then you start doing the in-app purchases. But we were like, if we put them in gyms, we get them in gyms everywhere. Uh, gym owners will be like, yeah, we'll put these on our machines. And gym users will be like, yeah, we're going to use it. <laughs> and that was not the case. We got a whole lot of resistance on that. And then once we said, well, why don't we sell this to the consumer? And they could use it at any gym that they want. Then the sentiment started to change and people started seeing how they could adapt this into their life. So I feel like the compound of our pivot due to the coronavirus, as well as people's change in mentality, because moving towards Pelotons, moving towards connected gym apparatuses, that change in mentality was literally just the perfect storm to have people say, metric mate, I, I, can, I can see that. I can see that being a part of my life. I can see that being a part of my gym routine. I can see that simplifying what I'm used to because everybody has their routine. Everybody has the things that they practice to the point where it's easy to them. And to change them from that just seems like you're taking something away. I've worked so hard to get good at writing this stuff on this paper. <laughs> and now you're telling me I don't have to do it anymore. Like, what is this? And, and because of this digital revolution that's been accelerated by the, the pandemic and the things happening in the world, we've seen a, a, a mindset shift that has lent it lent us the opportunity to be able to grow and expand. And, and this is the time for Metric Mate to kind of take over the industry. I think part of what it was is people want more control that they know that they chose. And so <laughs> it's the same thing. Literally, it could be sitting on the same seat, but because I chose it, I brought it into my car and I have it in my pocket and I'm bringing it to my place in the gym. I have the control and I'm dictating this because it was my choice. Right. And so I would have thought the same thing. I would have thought, man, just go to all the gyms, have a contract with them, license it out or some, you know, something along those lines. But you're right. The, the idea of, you know, going on the website, ordering it, it coming in the mail, people love products. <laughs> so you, you have something that is now yours. You own, you know, you own it. Now they have the control. Now they feel like, okay, this is something that I've chosen to do. This is part of my everyday life. And now you got more brand loyalty that way too. It actually works out better for you going this route than at the gym because they, they, they may use it. And then maybe they, they don't remember what the name of the company was because they didn't yep. have any buy-in. Yep. That's real. That's real. And, and if you go to a gym, like you said, if you go to a gym that has it and then you go to a gym that doesn't, is it really that much of a shift or is it really that much of an add-on that you go to that gym owner and say, hey, why don't you have Metric Mate? It's not as much as you coming into a gym that doesn't have Metric Mate and using it and the gym owner coming to you and saying, hey, what is that? <laughs> why yes. do I not have that? That, 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 but it is, it's, it's, I, I want to call it the maturation of your business occupant. You start, seeing things less as a consumer of goods and more as a beneficiary beneficiary of that consumption. Yes. And, and when you do that, you start looking at things at a more holistic way 
and how people, the, the, the base roots of how people actually consume, instead of saying, this is how I consume, and I believe that other people consume that way. And that, that's, that's really what this has been for me and my business partner, my co-founder, uh, uh, just being able to see the landscape in a completely different way. It, it, it's making us grab this bull by the horns and try to take it to everybody, dude. Like, I want everyone to have a metric mate pin for the simple fact that it's just compact. Like, right. you can throw it in your bag, it's smaller than your water bottle. <laughs> like, it doesn't take up much room. But the amount of power that you gain, like you said, the amount of control that you gain by having this with you, I, I want everybody to feel that. So, you, you mentioned, you know, hey, I, I bought metric mate, I brought it to the gym then a gym owner may see this or a gym manager may see this and say, well, what is that? What is that conversation like? When that gym owner found out about metric mate, what happened next? Is it, was it a situation they said, well, I'm going to adopt this for my entire gym or was it just more of a, a peak of interest so then they can have it for individually? How did, how did that, uh, that conversation end up going? It was a little bit of both. It was a okay. little bit of both. So we have a whole suite of smart devices. So this is for the selectorized plated weight machines that everybody knows and loves. We also have devices for free weights. We have devices for dumbbells, barbells, resistance bands. So we go completely across the, the strength training spectrum. And when I say we have these devices, we have intellectual property to protect us right. to have these devices as well. Because having a patent attorney on staff makes it easy like that. Uh, and, a lot and of that's, value. That's a lot of value. <laughs> assets before assets, you know what I'm right. saying? So uh, being able to have that entire game configure my gym so that I could fit some of those machines in there and power them with outlets, I could literally get all of the smarts for just this. So how much is this? And it's like, well, this is $199. I, we can do that for you. We can outfit all your machines, but we also got free weights. Mm -hmm. We got free weights. Who knows how many reps they're doing in free weights? <laughs> it's like, you have something for that? And so it, it, it allowed us to be able to expand our portfolio and not only sell to individuals, so, they, so gyms carry some of these in their gym for people to purchase. They also have selectorized pins for you to rent out. So if you go to the gym and you don't know about Metric Mate yet, then they're like, here. You can lease out this since you're paying for a daily membership or you're paying for a monthly membership. You can lease this out for the day, take it to the machine, use it. And if you come to our gym, you can use it here. Or we got it on the dumbbells. We got it on the barbells. You can link it there. Your whole account becomes all-encompassing. So now you see everything over a time period. And just being able to explain that to a gym owner, that they didn't have to make an, a capital-intensive decision to be launched into the 21st century, for the ones that were savvy, it made all the sense in the world. And, and it was an immediate sale. It was like, I, I buy in. Um, and then we have background applications that allow them to see, okay, my chest press machine is being used more than my leg press machine. I need to call the manufacturer and say, hey, I need to schedule some maintenance on this machine because it's been used a thousand times in the last 50 days compared to my, my, my abdominal machine who's only been used 300 times. So now you get longevity out of your machine. You get to, to take care of your investment even more. And, and for the, the, the savvy gym owner, um, knowing that margins are slim in gyms, which a lot of people don't know, gyms don't make an astronomical profit off of your membership. They have to have 10 times as many memberships as they can have people in the gym at one time to actually make a profit. 
So being able to to take better advantage of those margins for the savvy gym, savvy gym owner, it made sense. Now there are a lot of gym owners that that it did not, and so being able to to get into this time, we're getting callbacks from those people. Like mm-hmm. you talked to me about that metric mate thing, and um, gyms are not they're not doing as well, but they will come back. And when they come back, everybody's going to look for that competitive advantage. So it is it's just like electric cars. It makes sense. You're, you're, you're not burning fossil fuels at the base bottom, which we have to pull from the earth, the substructure of the earth, which is supporting all of us so we don't sink into the core. Don't have to do that anymore. And electricity is dang near free once you get to a, the right manufacturing process. You can put a windmill in your backyard if you got enough wind blowing and power your car. Why is it taking so long to adopt? It's the same thing about any technology. There's always a learning curve. And, and metric mate was no different. You know, we just have to survive through the learning curve. And I feel like we've done that. So I, f- I feel like you've positioned yourself um, going forward to truly attract investors. But my question is, do you want to attract investors? Is that is that something that you want to bring uh, towards you? Or are you good? You're not necessarily looking for investors. Where is Metric Mate when it comes to investment seeking? So we are looking for investment um, in probably a non-traditional way. Okay. We've created the technology. We've created the platform. We've invested our own money to get it this far. So we're our own venture capitalists. We saw the danger. We saw the risk. And we still decided to gain the capital to do it. And also thank you to the friends and family that saw this vision with us and decided to be a part of this journey. Uh, But... Mostly we're looking for somebody to knock down the doors so that we can get in with the people that can say yes, instead of always talking to the folks that can say no. Gotcha. That's the bit, that's been the biggest headache. Access. Like, because access. And, and, and my friend Jay Bailey, who's the CEO of the Russell Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship, that's his biggest driving point is to be able to give people access, you know, and, and so from an investment group, we're looking for capital because that's the way that you scale, that's the way you accelerate. But more than that, when we go in to talk to the Atlanta Braves and bring Metro Man and say, hey, we can do something for your organization nobody else does, we're talking to the people that can actually say yes instead of playing that telephone game. Then by the time it gets to the yes person, they done convoluted and restructured what we said so much that it, it turns people off. I can, I can talk about my own product. Mm-hmm. I have fun talking to people. Put me in front of the people that I need to be put in front of. And, and I can take it from there. I'm not looking for you to, to sell my product. I'm not looking for you to, 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 to make sure that Metric Mate survives. Just put us in front of the folks that I can talk to, that my, my business partner Braxton can talk to, that we can make it happen. It, we're not looking for shortcuts. We're just looking for the advantage that a lot of people get that we don't get. You know what I'm saying? The door gets closed immediately when we walk up with this technology in some cases, it should be no cases. You know, it's, it's something that doesn't exist. It's something that we have intellectual property behind, which in a lot in a lot of situations will be enough. Like you say, we have a business plan and intellectual property. Here's, here's $10 million. Please let right. me be a part of your game. And we have a product, <laughs> a functioning product, intellectual property, and a business plan that's been developed for years through some of the greatest minds in entrepreneurship and we can't get in to have a meeting with the secretary of the person that can say yes. 
you know, that, that phone calls getting hung up on. So at this point, that access, that, that ability to, to, to get past the gatekeepers and have a conversation, a candid conversation, a real conversation with someone that's looking to get a return on their investment by investing in us and, and giving us that guidance, giving us that, that feedback, giving us that network, that's, that's, that's more valuable than, than money to us right now. I mean, because we have a functioning product and, and the buzz is starting to build. And once we get past that point, then like you said, we won't really be looking for investment, but that's probably four or five years down the road when we have it right now. And so, something, something else that you have is you're solving a root problem. For me, that's what I always look for as an investor. Whenever I'm looking at something, you can have everything in the world, but if it ain't solving nothing, what's the point? I know this is solving something. What it is is taking, it's taking uh, exercising or fitness to the digital space, but still allowing you to have the the 3D feel of being there and doing the doing the work. Because I feel like a lot of times we go so digital that we actually lose uh, the human interaction. So you still get to go to the gym, you still get to do what you've been doing, but then this is actually your memory now. So it's like you have a fitness memory doing all the heavy lifting. So yep. you don't have to, instead of having to, you know, keep track and jog all the numbers and do the actual work, it's taking a little bit of the heavy lifting off the memory uh, of, of, of the numbers. Yeah, the memory and, and the motivation. Memory and the motivation, because you've got to, like, you still get to keep that personal relationship. Like, one thing that we found through this journey is that, People look for personal trainers, not necessarily off of their physique or what they do. I mean, you're a personal trainer and you're in shape. Of course you are. You work, you're in the gym. You work in the gym. I expect you to be in shape. But that relationship, yeah, that, that's the, the person that I connected with. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I like their voice. I like the way that they motivate me. I appreciate the way that they check in, you know, say in the middle of workouts to make sure that I'm recovering well. That's the part that, keeps people in the gym and in the cycle and also when they separate or leave or go to another city that's the part that they miss and now they have to go through that process to regain that relationship with metric mate you've got your personal trainer's voice in your airpods or on your beats headphones when you're in the gym lifting weights and he's like yo you got 10 sets of 20 or 25 on this 25 pounds man let's get it you know how we do it However they want to communicate that to you, they can communicate that to you. And now you have that personalized relationship in your ear. You have that, that, those endorphins that come when that person is motivating you to go. That's the part that, that allows the digital space and the human space to connect, you know what I'm saying, on the most simple fashion. Now, as we move forward in technology and get holograms and, 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 uh, AR glasses, augmented reality glasses, and we can see them in front of us, and they're like, ah, then that'll change that. But the way that we're doing that now is through voice. You know, that's why podcasts are so popular is because you can listen to it on the go. You hear the voice, you make that connection with that person. So for pre-COVID, when, when uh, Small Town Murders is a, a podcast that my, my wife loves to death, and they did a live performance in Atlanta, we went to the performance and we already felt like we were connected with the podcast presenters because we got to listen to their voice and hear their mannerisms and hear them talk about different things. So that when we got there, it was a relationship, right? Now you get to keep that relationship with that person that you built it with, no matter where you are through Metro. I love it. And I think you've given me something to 
uh, go work on. Because whenever, whenever someone comes on the show, I'm thinking, well, how can I bring them value, right? And so you mentioned like the sports teams. It would be a perfect, perfect, perfect uh, opportunity for both sides because they're going to want high-end intelligence. They're going to appreciate the high-end intelligence and they're going to crave the high-end intelligence. And then of course you want them as a client because they don't have those same margins as uh, maybe a gym may have. You know, they may have, you know, the, the discretionary income per se <laughs> to uh, be able to invest within their whole internal uh, network to be able to keep, you know, uh, keep bringing on all those different products uh, in-house. So you got me thinking about a, a few teams that uh, could stand to uh, invest in uh, your product, whether it be uh, monetarily or just by taking in the product and, and being able to use it and being a client. Uh, so right. I'm going to I'm going to dig. I'm gonna see uh, who uh, opens up some emails and who uh, answers some phone calls uh, because I think this needs to be connected in some way. And then of course the people that are listening they're going to want to have access to your product. They're going to potentially want to invest in your product, or they might be able to bring those strategic partnerships. So how do people do that? If people want to work with Metric Mate, what is the best avenue to reach out and connect with you? All right. So we definitely have our website. So you can go to themetricmate.com. Um, it's, it's fully uploaded. We actually have a demo video that gives a, a visual representation of everything we talked about today so people can wrap their head around it even better. Uh, you can join our email list. We send out our, our uh, newsletter every month on the 16th of the month. So okay. we make sure that we keep people informed of new developments, everything that we've got going on. We're definitely gonna feature this interview on there so our audience can also tune into this amazing situation that you're building here. I appreciate I, that, brother. I appreciate definitely that. Definitely impressed, definitely impressed. And um, social media. Um, this is a product of, of, of the technology age. So, of course, we have our social media platform. So you can follow us at MetricMate on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we post updates there. We post information there. Uh, I've dedicated my entire Instagram profile to making sure that this product reaches the masses. So you can follow me at BrotherMT, Brother underscore MT, Brother with an A, because I'm a brother. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, man, just, just check us out and we'll keep everybody updated. Um, and we're actually going to get ready to start a crowdfunding campaign where we'll be looking for the, the community to invest in our product. And for that, you'll get a metric mate pin. You'll be able to get access to a metric mate pin, depending on your donation size, um, or at least some merchandise. We have t-shirts, we have hats, uh, all of that information can be solicited on the website and, and, and just support the movement. Like, uh, tell people about it. If you're in the gym and, and you are friends with a gym owner or you know a gym owner personally, ask them if they heard about MetricMate. Tell them that they can follow us on social media at MetricMate and, and, and keep up to date with us and they can reach out to us through the DMs and, and we can collaborate. We, we're always looking for insight and information into the industry. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing that's, gonna, that's separating us and that is going to separate us. We have uh, IFB fitness pros. We have Philip Blow, who's Mr. Olympia 2014, who believes in this product. Uh, Mr. Commando Athletics on Instagram. Coach E believes in this product. And, and, and Brittany McCullough, who is a, a, a fitness model and an awesome personality, believes in this product. 
and we're just continuing to build our Rolodex of professionals who can give us insight and information on how to build algorithms, on what they see is the trend in the industry on where we're going. Because one of the great quotes from a, a great guy who's actually the father of venture capitalism is that there's always somebody out there making a product that's going to make your product obsolete. Mm. And, and to add to that, the only way to not become obsolete is to be the person making the product. Right. Period. And so that's, that's a, a, a mantra that I, I've incorporated into my, my daily life. And that's the way that I've always thought before I knew other people thought about it. Um, I knew I wasn't the trendsetter, but I knew I had thought, I knew I had thoughts that were going to progress. And I've always felt like the only way to stay in front is to make the product that's going to beat your product. And so we, we want feedback from users. We want feedback from people that have just heard about metric mate. We want to be able to tell the, the people that don't like it, how we're changing to help them like it. And the people that love it, what we're doing to continue to make them love it. And the only way you could do that is by having people. So we want to connect on social media. We want to connect through the website. We want to connect through the email, um, which is listed everywhere. I give my email out to everybody. Shoot, I, I might start giving out my phone number just so people <laughs> feel more personable. You know right. what I'm saying? I just don't want any more robocalls than I get already. But um, I hear you. yeah, connect with us everywhere. We, we want to hear. Definitely. I want everybody to go ahead. Uh, we're going to have the link in the show notes. Uh, go ahead and connect with Metric Mate. Learn about the company. Go back and listen to the episode again. Uh, if this is something that you want to invest in, whether it be through acquiring the products or investing in the company, reach out. Let's make that connection happen. Now, we began the show with MT, MT coming on and asking questions. So we still got a couple of minutes. Do you have any more questions you have for Black Equity that we can answer before you go? Dude, what, what, so you told me what the goal is to, to make a community where you can connect businesses and founders and equity partners together of the community to, to, to grow our stake in not only this country, but the world. What do you expect this mm -hmm. to look like in five years? Like you have the podcast, you have the website, you have the social, how else will you touch your community to bring them together? Eventually, something that we have in the works is we're going to be investing uh, through a private equity fund. We're going to be investing in companies. And um, I'll tell you, one of my favorite shows on CNBC is The Profit. And uh, now he works with more like turnaround situations. I don't know if that's quite my personality, yeah. but I, I do love when someone can bring value, as you said you know, see that they would be a good fit, come into a situation and say, okay, let's bring you these five things that you need th for that day. Not let's wait six months, but no, I know I can bring this to you. Here they are. Now let's, let's move on from there. So I, I, I look forward to doing that with uh, companies from, from our community, especially companies that, that are black owned, but they're really selling to everyone. Mm -hmm. Those are my favorite companies because then we can we can tackle uh, different niches. It's not just, you know, we're only selling to black folk. No, we have a product that is for everyone. It just happens to be black equity. It happens to be black owned. Mm -hmm. And so that's the that's the next gradual step is, um, you know, we found all these great companies. We found all these great brands. 
if we can bring value, let's step in, let's become an equity uh, investor, and then let's bring the exact value you need on day one, or at least month one, uh, depending yes. on what the situation is. Uh, so we can, you know, watch each other grow and then have stake in what somebody is doing. So that's the ultimate goal. Great question. Gotcha. Gotcha. So just to touch on something that you said, because it's something that I've been thinking about, especially with uh, all of the things that are going on socially in the country mm -hmm. and, and target tagging black owned products to let people know they're black owned products. And there's a double edged sword when it comes to that. You're slicing through the, the, the fray so you know where to go, but you're also slicing people that don't want to do that. Even though you might have a good product, they're like, I don't want it from them. I want it, <laughs> I want it from somebody else. How do you see us breaking down that, that barrier in a, a socially progressive way so that Black-owned products are now just seen as owned products? You know what I'm saying? Instead of we having to differentiate so that we can get the same amount of equity on the shelf. I, I just want Metric Mate to be an owned product. Like it's a, it's a USA owned, American owned product. We, we've started it here. We manufacture it here. I, I love the, the catalyst that we get from being black owned. Mm -hmm. Just be a product yeah. and, and have those barriers not be an inhibitor to us making sales as a group. Well, from what I've studied through media, if you ever notice, what brands will do is they'll switch up very slightly and sometimes very uh, aggressively, depending on who they're marketing to. If you, if you turn on Telemundo, magically, all the commercials are in Spanish and the, even the product offerings that they have may be slightly different because it's for Telemundo audience. Mm -hmm. And so what I've noticed is that you know, we're black owned, we're, we're getting it out to our people. I think we also have to have uh, another uh, target market that is just a global brand. And uh, here is the products and services. It has nothing to do with uh, who the founder are or anything like that. It's just value. And so I would encourage Black-owned businesses to keep doing what they're doing because th this is our community. But then we also have to pivot a marketing strategy to being a global brand that solves a global problem and is going to uh, attract global investors. And that by itself should bring enough value other than, uh, you know, support me because I'm black or support, support me because I'm Latino or support me because I'm a woman owned, support me because I'm a man owned, support me because I'm USA owned, support, right. you know, and, and those are great niches and those should not disappear. Right. But support me because I'm global, I'm a global product that's solving a global global problem and I'm backed by global investors. And if you do not have this product, you're gonna be missing out because it's, it's solving something that you need. And if right. we position it that way, then that is going to attract exactly what we want. And most people, some people are, are doing that. They're doing both strategies, some are not. They right. only sell to people that look like them, but that's not how you're gonna increase the, the, the black dollar. The black dollar is going to be increased by bringing in white dollars, Latino dollars, Asian dollars. All those dollars have to come to the black community because that's what they've been doing to us. Right. These people will come into our communities, take our black dollars, and then go on the other side of town where they live. Right. And so we must do something similar uh, when we're building our businesses as well. 100%.
hundred percent. Couldn't have said it better myself, brother. MC, Good. thank you for coming on Black Equity Podcast. I am excited about Metric Mate. I'm excited to get this episode out. And I'm glad we had a chance to connect. You know, uh, the doors are open to come back. Uh, and I'll be reaching out soon. I'll, I'll make sure I get my newsletter on the 16th. And <laughs> uh, I'll make sure that we stay in, in communication. DJ, without a doubt, man. Appreciate the opportunity. Glad we can get the, the Zoom difficulties figured out to <laughs> make this happen. You know, they, they, they try to keep us down, but we figure out a way, man. Yeah. And, and this has been an awesome conversation, being able to ask questions and receive questions. That's 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 what I love about being able to do stuff like this, man. I've, I've got a, another wrinkle in my brain. It's all because of you, brother. I appreciate it, man. I look forward to talking to you in the future. Without a doubt. Have a good one. You too. What a great conversation uh, with a really great company. If you are interested in investing in this company or partnering with this company, now is the time to send a message over at blackequitynetwork at gmail.com. Also, you want to, if you're a company and you're looking to have other strategic partnerships from around our network, it is best to go ahead and use our portal and make a free profile so then we can be in contact with you and start uh, connecting you with everyone uh, that you are looking to build your ecosystem with. This was a phenomenal episode. We thank you for tuning in. And as always, thank you for listening to Black Equity Podcast. Make sure you go and subscribe and uh, follow us on all our social media channels and uh, let us know what you think. We thank you so much for your continued listenership and continued support. Have a great, great, great day and continue coming back to listen to the Black Equity Podcast.